0: everybody, this is Adkins. And this is Adam. And we're bringing you another episode of the AMP. Yes. Uh, a second video optional episode. Yeah, Where can they it- find these things again if they're just used to just listening to us and not looking at my ugly mug?
1: You can go to uh, my YouTube channel, which uh, the link is in the description below. I think it's also youtube.com slash therealsimso. Um, I could be wrong about that. They've just updated their like URLs recently, but... Fairly certain that's accurate. So regardless, it'll be in the description of the episode notes if you wanted to go and just click a nice little URL. Uh, we even have a nice fancy overlay this time, so it might even look a little bit better than last time.
0: <laughs> yeah, Adam's put a lot of work into into making this look a little a little sharper um, yeah, for those tried. of you that hop on over to the YouTube and catch a glance of all of this um, <laughs> at, at your own risk and, and to your own detriment, in all honesty. But you also uh, get to feast your eyes on the panels that we've selected from smash volume four for today's episode
1: four yeah man this was a good I think this actually may be my favorite volume so far like I think so too admittedly I don't remember volume one all that well because it's been you know a year plus since we you know read that one but I really enjoyed this one a lot more than the last volume for sure
0: I think one thing that this volume did exceptionally well besides like just being what I would say is a little bit more consistently funny um is the little sticks that they did for each of the chapters. They, they weren't as like weird or bonkers as some of the ones from Volume 3 were.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like they weren't just randomly going out to catch bugs and <laughs> like, you know, like some of those, some of the little... The little gimmicks for each of the chapters in Volume Three didn't really land for me, but there were some of these gimmicks were super excellent. Um, yeah, they were. I pulled a comic, for instance, from the one where uh, they're all playing soccer. I th- I might have even pulled two from there, and it's silly, but I mean, what what comic of of actual repute doesn't have uh, at least at least a single issue where everybody is just playing a sport together, like yeah. X Men. Maybe didn't start the trend, but they definitely carried that torch for a long time. For sure. Uh, And I thought that they did some really neat stuff with that as well. Plus, it brought 1B back into the picture. And like, yeah, we struggled with the season. We were excited initially about the season where it was like all 1A versus 1B. Just got slow.
1: I yeah. even almost like skipped that chapter of Smash because the moment I realized it was gonna be a one B chapter, I was like, ah, oh,
0: man, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that that series we went into it with excitement, and then it just kept going. It just kept happening. Yeah, like yeah. week to week, and we were like, all <laughs> right, we're kind of over end? this now. One <laughs> B can go back into the background until like uh, until again, like where every hero and in uh, teen, you know, aspiring licensed hero is needed on the field, then we absolutely better be seeing some 1B and 1A uh, co-op action.
1: That's what you didn't know is the B stands for background, background characters. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it could be. (laughs) But we, uh, Adam and I both went through and... uh, kept track of what we would eventually call down to our top 10. We always have a little bit of crossover. So I think that we actually ended up with seven unique ones between that the, about right. between the two of us. And then we also have some honorable mentions. And then if you hang out, um, as I hope all of you are want to do until the end of the podcast, uh, there is a, uh, a half of one of these strips. Most of them are four panels. So a, a two panel section from one of the comics that, uh, that I would like for Adam and I to discuss on air and then invite for you guys to respond to on Twitter or in the Discord. Of course, as always, we're at AlmightyPod on Twitter. Uh, and if you vid- visit us there or on X, whatever the hell, we're going to keep calling it Twitter just because everybody's always going to call it Twitter. <laughs> um, and then if you visit the pinned tweet, then you can find a link to the Discord and uh, join in on the conversations that are always happening around there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, man, what do you say we go ahead and jump in? I'll let you uh, handle the first comic here. If this wasn't the, actually the first comic, it was like the second
0: one. Um, it's called New Beginnings. I think that the like uh, the way that the, the layout on the page worked was on the – there's two panels per page and the right most. So the first panel on this page was like the introduction of the gimmick or yeah. the placement of the timeline, and then there was this one. Uh, so in this, basically, uh, the the scene is that everybody's getting ready to move into the dorms. Uh, this, so this is obviously uh, when everybody had to move on campus, and Mineta could not be more happy with this particular announcement. He is about to share a living quarters with girls, uh, and while he is sure to find out, um, as he did in the... Uh, in the anime and the manga itself, that he's not actually going to be in the same rooms with them, or even have access to their showers. Although I think one of the gags in this in this volume, he tried to get into their showers. Well, right? it was
1: kind of like so, like as you can see at the bottom of this panel here, he is. Uh... Got his own little outside house. Like yeah. he's not even in the dorms, but there he's was a-
0: literally been put into the doghouse.
1: Yeah, and there was a whole another uh, comic where he was in the doghouse and like noticed steam coming out of a pipe, and he realized it was the girls' bathroom, I guess, or like the girls' steam shower room, whatever. And so he could like hear them showering and talking about each other, and he was like, "Ah, oh, it's worth it."
0: <laughs> There's another one somewhere in volume four where he oh bas- he- yeah he tries to like sneak in and they just blast him into yeah. dust. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: April Fool's Day. Uh, that was actually yeah, one of my favorite it, comic it. like volumes in this. I, mean, I guess it's not a volume, but one of my favorite chapters because he he decides that he is a girl. He tells everybody like, "Oh, by the way, I'm actually a, a girl." And he tries to sneak in the showers, and Momo had created like a shotgun, like an improv yeah. shotgun,
0: <laughs> yeah, a security yeah. system that just vaporizes him basically. And the girls spend a little bit of time like congratulating a. Uh, Momo for having it dialed in just right. Yeah. It just <laughs> obliterates <laughs> Manetta. He no longer exists in that particular panel. But yeah, yeah I think it just, she
1: even says like, "I weighed the gunpowder perfectly." Yeah, 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 It's
0: just funny that in this, they they don't even let him in the door. They're like, nah, man, this this is yours," and it's literally a doghouse. Uh, it even has a <laughs> like uh, collar. A, yeah, a collar and a, and a, and a chain. Uh, it's pretty I love good. It. Manetta's you know, been relegated you, to the doghouse.
1: You and I chose uh, the same first, like two or three comics, so all of our overlap were like the first few that we chose. So the next one we've got is called "Different Notes for Different Folks." And this one's, uh, like, really quick. I don't even think there's any real text to read. It's just kind of showing all the different people, like, taking their notes and doing things differently. You can see that they've got some people that are on team earphones where, basically, they're they're wearing earphones there. Uh, the yeah, team, the, the,
0: the, the earbud-styled ones. Yeah, like you what know, you're wearing right now. Ear, people can yeah. see that.
1: Compared to team headphones, which is, like, what I'm wearing. Correct and then they had uh, team speakers so someone that's just listening to you know uh, music or whatever through the speakers and then the last one was Momo uh team live music where she's literally bringing in like her own little quartet or something you know just, yeah. just like bring her her own live music i thought that was great and specifically
0: it's violins which feels very that, upper that class. feels very upper class of <laughs> yeah. momo i liked too the different characters obviously on team earphones you have uh Jiro because like that's Her quirk, that's her thing. Yeah. Um, Ida is also wearing them. Uh, Team Headphones is Kaminari and Mineta. Uh, Team Speakers makes all of the sense as well to me. Absolutely. Mina and Kirishima. Uh, Or is that Saro? I think it's... No, it's Kirishima. No, it's Kirishima. He's curling. He's curling, yeah. yeah. So that made all the sense. I was
1: thinking it was great, too, that Ida was on Tim earphones because it's likely that if he was wearing headphones, they'd vibrate off at the speed he's going. He needs something that's like stuck in his ears, you know? Right, right. Yeah.
0: I like too that Mina, like the music that she is portrayed as listening to is like straight up rave dance yeah music. Like she's got thumping bass with big fooms and it looks like <laughs> she's even having like a light show going yeah. on in her bedroom, which is that's that's on on point character wise for for Mina. Absolutely it is. Well
1: we'll go into the next one here, which is yours.
0: All right, this one's called If You See Something, Say Something uh, I, the basic shtick here was that uh, I, Endeavor was trying to get something to Shoto or to uh, meet up with him or something after they had moved into the dorms yeah because it's his birthday and he, yeah, like, he and, wants
1: to celebrate it but doesn't want him to know he wants to celebrate it yeah, <laughs> yeah and
0: like for some reason Endeavor couldn't like go into the school I can't remember what the what the reasoning for that was uh, or maybe it was just like you're saying he just didn't want to be seen being affectionate towards well, his own son
1: there was like a uh, in one of those early panels there is kind of a side note of like pro heroes aren't alive at the school unless they're teachers or something i think Uh, it it was like a security lockdown or something
0: well they uh, he ends up catching up with some 1a students that are willing to help him have a quote-unquote chance encounter with shodo but the way that endeavor has decided to to disguise himself is super sketch like he's dressed basically like the unabomber um he's got like a, a dark jacket uh like a skull cap and a full face mask uh, and he's sitting by, like, by himself <laughs> with a gift on uh, on uh, a set of swings, waiting for Todoroki to walk on by. And Jiro comments that he does look like a mad bomber. And I love Sue's comment. And she just says, he's not a terrorist, just a terrible father.
1: (laughs) I like that one too. Yeah. And you can see my next comic is called ignoble. And it's kind of the setup of this where like, they're all at the dorms. And, um, Midoriya has trying to convince people like it's, I think in this, it's Kirishima and, um, your girl there, Jiro. Jiro. Yeah. He's trying to convince them like, Hey, NG is wanting to kind of get together with Shoto. Like we got to figure out the best way to make this work. And all the while he's like hiding this bag where it's actually holding these boots that Inji uh, oh, yeah, gave yeah. Midoriya. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, hey, if you'll help me, uh, you know, I I, I I need your help somehow. You got to do something for me. And Midoriya's like, no, I'm not going to tell you anything. And then he's like, well, these are the first pair of boots I ever wore. How about now, you know, and Midoriya's like, I will tell you whatever you want. And so he's now got those boots and he's trying to convince some people to help him out. And they're like, wait, hold on. You totally got paid off. And he just says, I admit it. I am scum. Yeah, and that, he that accepted got a bribe. and that, I think
0: that he makes mention of the bribe at the beginning of uh, the, the comic that I had. Yeah, um, because he's shaved his head bald and Endeavor's like, what happened to your hair? And he's just like, it's penance for that bribe.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I don't know why he had to shave his hair, though.
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a Japanese culture thing. Like, oh yeah, even in even in like ancient uh, Near Eastern times, uh, the the shaving of one's head was sometimes inflicted militarily as a as punishment. a punishment or a, an inflicting of shame on uh, conquered peoples.
1: Sure. Well, I know the next two are yours, so I'll go ahead and let you intro these. All right, these two. Um, th- there is
0: a sickness that has gotten a hold of bakugo um so he's got a fever and he is on couch rest uh he's not in his bedroom they've <laughs> like stationed him out like on a couch in the the common area of the dorms and um, the recovery girls already visited given him a little kiss and told them that he just needs to rest up um and you know take care of himself eat plenty uh keep up on liquids that kind of thing and so midoriya uh, and starts drawing this crowd, uh, or Bakugo rather, starts drawing this crowd to himself because they've never seen him so vulnerable as Sato comments, and so they start taking advantage of him. But not like it's not that kind of anime. But they <laughs> they take advantage of his vulnerable state where he is he is this he's effectively been subdued by this sickness, and so uh, there, uh, Kirishima or Kaminari rather, is poking at him, and <laughs> eventually it just goes overboard where. Of course, the pranksters, so like Mina and Sero, uh, have their phones out as they staged a bunch of like fluffy teddy bears around Bakugo and giving him a pretty little bid that says Lil Bakugo. Yeah. And they're taking these pictures and Bakugo, who is unable to fight back, uh, just says, you'll pay, you'll all pay. And it's like very ominous. So then like a a, a, a panel or a comic or two later, we get his comeuppance um, or actually... actually not his comeuppance, he exacts his revenge. And so this one's called Actually Best Served Cold. He seems fine, but now everybody else is sick. And so he gets out of bed, anxious to uh, exact his revenge. So he's like, those jerks, I'll make them pay for yesterday. And he's popping off uh, explosions in his palms, um, only to realize everybody else is in their weakened and vulnerable states. And because he's Bakugo, he's not going to kick... Uh, these particular horses while they're down. And so he's devoted himself, as the last panel explains, to nursing them back to health so that he could beat the snot out of them. So he's like, I'm not going to hurt you when it's like easy pickings. I'm going to take all of you on at your best. And so he's, uh, you know, making sure that they are tended to uh, like the rest of class 1A. It's great.
1: There's a couple of times, in, and I don't think we picked any of these comics, where Bakugo is like taking care of Class 1A in, in kind of specific ways, like cooking them food. Like, throughout, there's like a whole couple of chapters where he's making food that's really good, and I think it's. Kirishima or Saro that's like stealing it because all they have is canned tuna. And Bakugo's uh, it's Kaminari. Is it Kaminari? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like Bakugo's kind of low key okay with it, you know? And then <laughs> yeah. later on, he even signs up to become uh, like class 1A mom or like the dorm room mom or whatever. He competes for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So this next one is one that we actually both chose, and it's called Please Tell Me You're Joking. And there's a little bit of setup here. Effectively, 1A has gone to Land, which is obviously a Disney (laughs) ripoff. They even call attention to it because they have Moneta turned sideways, and they're like, wait, hold on. You look a little too much like that logo. Yeah, they have to blur him out. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was great. Like, if Disney is suing you, then I guess you're probably doing something right slash wrong. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, But it's great because while they're there, Hito realizes that the park is getting super crowded because they're giving out free passes after 3 p.m. And he's just like, oh, everybody, we can't lose anybody. We can't lose anybody. And then uh, it's Kirishima here. Or it's Kaminari. Sorry, I get those two mixed up. I always have. (laughs) Uh, Kaminari is just like, yeah, especially you, Ojiro, because nobody ever notices you. And he's literally talking to the wrong person. A complete stranger. Complete stranger.
0: In his partial defense for those that are listening. Everybody in the class and everybody at this particular park, it's like an All Might-themed day, so they all have All Might like Pidgeotto hair spikes. Right, right. Um, so they're all kind of dressed up like All Might, but it does it, I'm not excusing Kaminari's confusion here, but I'm just uh, no. painting the fullest picture.
1: But it's great because then all of Class 1A is standing around Ojiro, who's in the middle of all of them, and they're all just like, how do we lose him already? Hey, where are you at? He's gone. Someone call him. And So Ida's on the phone with him, and he's just like, Hey are you safe like do you see any defining landmarks and Ojiro's standing right next to him and he just goes yeah I see you
0: yeah uh, so good I picked this one again because uh, because of Batman beyond Mark and his his always uh, solid defenses of Ojiro and yeah. the way that he's mistreated obviously inside of Smash um they again as always as the as the writers are this is just their mo for this particular. Uh, series of of the manga is they they crank some of the little jokes in the anime or even sometimes the not so subtle things in the uh, anime and still just exaggerate them extremely. Oh, yeah. And so Ojiro t- gets the butt of that, man. He got he got absolutely destroyed in volume 3 yeah, did. Uh, over that particular joke.
1: Well, I think there's another one too where they start to poke fun at that again and even he is just like, can I not be that trope just this one time? <laughs> <laughs> We'll go into the uh, the next comic here called Spirit Photography, and uh, this is another great one where they are all still at Mousely Land. They're on Smash Mountain, and so they're like going down, and they're about to fall off of the uh, the really popular coast. If you've ever been to any theme park, they always have that one coaster that's like a log you sit in, and it dumps you over the side of a mountain into water. Right. And uh, this is that same exact ride. They're just calling it Smash Mountain. And so yeah, so the
0: boat is a giant fist.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like All Might Hand, uh, so yeah. you can see like it's got the uh, the um, glove that he normally wears uh, but they go over and then they kind of decide to do this thing where they're like hey let's check the pictures whoever had their eyes closed has to treat everyone to lunch and so they're looking at the pictures but the only thing that's there is Dark Shadow <laughs> yeah
0: he's just the entire it's yeah. like he photo bombed. Uh, at full speed coming down Smash Mountain. Right.
1: There's also a really funny little side panel to this where it's got Ojiro and Manetta off to the side. Neither of them could ride Manetta because he's too short and Ojiro because of his tail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not suitable to ride. Oh, poor, poor Manetta.
0: I mean, we don't really feel pity for him.
1: No, in fact, the majority of the comics I chose were him being the butt end of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The next one is short-sighted. Um, actually, I think my next two are uh, built around the, the chapter where Aizawa ends up sick. And uh, so President Mike decides that he's he's just going to ride Aizawa's case about this. So uh, he's poking fun at Aizawa, saying that he's fallen over himself today. And again, as Class 1A did to Bakugo, he sees a vulnerability and he wants to exploit it. So he's going to go pull some pranks on Aizawa. And so what he does first... Is when Aizawa goes to throw his tissue into the trash can, Present Mike just pulls it away. And so this mucusy tissue that's heavy enough to make a plop sound um, when it hits the ground doesn't go into the trash receptacle. So Aizawa calmly uh, reaches down, grabs a hold of the chair, uh, and then hucks it at Present Mike who in his joy has his camera phone out to, to snap a picture of the ensuing hilarity, but ends up instead with this mucousy tissue in his mouth. Yeah. And so he's over in the corner, like horking is the, uh, the (laughs) otomatopoeia, like as he's trying to vomit this thing back up and, uh, present Mike is like, you're 30 years old, act like it. And, uh, Oh no, as I was like, you're 30 years old, act like it. And present Mike's like, but I thought we
1: were besties. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah.
0: I thought this friendship was inviolable and I could do what I want and get away with it. And I he, he doesn't take any crap from anybody whether he's well or not.
1: There was a weird moment in this panel when I read this one, because I was like, Oh man, present Mike's my age. That feels weird <sighs> to me. I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> both of them would be, I
0: mean, they're, they're Classmates,
1: all, yeah, yeah. So they're both like right around my age, which just feel, like in my head they're in their forties, and I guess yeah. they're clearly not.
0: Well, thanks. Now, now I'm being. Uh, brought to the realization that I'm older than all of them
1: well that's okay we still love them. (laughs) (laughs) so mine is uh, next one is called Inherited Shame and this is where their class 1A is still at Mousneyland and it looks like they're at the gift shop and they see all of these different like keychains that are various heroes and there are a couple of kids that are like oh yeah they still have you know got a best genus left and The other little kid says, yikes, nobody's buying the Endeavors. And the the other child says, well, why would they? He sucks. And (laughs) off to the background is Todoroki just standing there like, ah, crap. And uh, so, you know, he's met back up with Jiro, and she asks him if he bought any keychains. And he's just like, huh, me? Yeah, maybe. And then we see that last panel is all but one of... uh, in left. Denver. Yeah, and I yeah. Just was just like, oh, that's kind of sweet. Like Shoto's trying to like, you know, look out for his dad's reputation in some kind of a way, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I thought that that was uh, a really cool gesture where he was basically defending his dad's honor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in uh, uh in the economy, he's like, oh, I'll I'll buy all these endeavors so that people think, wait, maybe maybe he is cool, and I'm just wrong. Right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Especially like you know, uh, after that one chapter, the entire chapter is all about uh, Ng trying to surprise Todoroki for his birthday, and then he doesn't right. even do anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My next one's called "Irrational Solution." Um, Izawa has gone to visit Recovery Girl, um, who informs him that she can't really help him because this is allergies, and she only boosts like regular healing and this is a totally like an immune system deal Mm -hmm. so he's kind of on his on his own she says the only thing that you can really do is just to avoid exposure to pollen and so what he does is goes and he gets 13 suit (laughs) and so he's in class telling everybody in the class to uh to enter their seats and they're just like wait like 13 and as i was like no it's me i'm just wearing this until pollen season is over and i totally feel that <laughs> yes
1: i had that same thought and i think there's even a chapter where momo creates like an air filter for the class and i was like gosh what a great way to to be able to utilize that cork because i think uh, you and i both could use something like that yeah yeah
0: if it if if the audio is not uh telling that tale i don't know what will yeah
1: so my next one is called "Obvious Punchline," um, and this one is great. I can't. I wish I could remember the name of this item, but the the uh, one of the. Uh students brings into the dorm room. I think they call it a kotatsu. which is Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, so and it's basically like a table that has a heater under it with a bunch of blankets and stuff, so that way people can sit up under the blankets and the table and stay warm during the cold seasons. And then during the warm seasons, you take the blankets and the heater parts off, and it's just like a regular coffee table. Uh, But there's literally like an entire chapter that is just these kids like being stuck under that warm blanket (laughs) because they're all so cold. And at one point in time, Mineta, like – feels somebody's leg and he's just like oh that muscular cat. it's gotta be a shino it's gotta be you know and so he's he's thinking he's sitting there like playing footsie with her and it's like oh it's just gonna be an accident or whatever and then sato rolls over and it's like huh you need something minetta that tickles <laughs> <laughs> and minetta is panicking yeah yeah just freaking out man every that- time
0: he feels like he he takes uh one step forward he, he he's actually ended up taking two steps uh, back every like, time that's, that's the running gag with him especially in smash I love it. I think this is my pen ultimate one. Really? Um, second to last. I think so. Yeah, before we get into my honorable mentions. We're kind of moving through these. But, we, yeah, you know, we really are. Smash volume is meant to be short form. Um,
1: we're just not very good at that normally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So this one's called Coach Ako's Orders. Uh, and this takes place in what I think might have been my favorite uh, gimmick uh, chapter of Volume 4. Uh, again, it's 1A versus one P in soccer. And this side of Ochako comes out that surprises everybody, where she just takes over head coaching and is actually quite adept at it. Yeah. Um, but she's also kind of surprisingly um, aggressive about it, um, which kind of runs a little counter to her normal character. Um, but she's like, losing isn't an option, which is speaking Bakugo's language. So he's like, you said it round face. And <laughs> Uh, Jiro's wondering when Uraraka got characterized as the jock girl, which is a little meta, um, but was fun. And she says, all right, listen up. I want a 4-5-1 formation with Ojiro leading. And this Ojiro's just like, wait, hold on a second. Me? He's very confused. Um, but Ochako explains it. He says, that's right. Your pure physical abilities put you in a league of your own, and having that tail gives you a wide variety of attack options. And everybody seems to agree. This is this is Mark's favorite panel of Volume 4. But it's followed up immediately with, but we can't have that fur killing uh, every hit. And so they, they basically shave the tip of his tail so that there isn't like a dampener uh, when he goes to swat at the ball. And so uh, she says that he's getting a makeover and his poor little naked tail is it's even more awkward than the, the floof ball and <laughs> tail
1: for sure. This one had me cracking up. I like the idea of, of him just being shamed for that. And I don't know. There was, there was some, like, when I was reading this, too, I was just imagining when he hits people with that tail, do they get, like, tail fur stuck in their mouth or something? You know, yeah, like, gross. Yeah. <laughs> I, the only
0: thing that might have made this panel a little better, and it would have been, I think, a little bit more difficult to, to draw, it would have been funny if they also had to put him in, like, a cone of shame. You know, like oh, when my an gosh, animal yeah. <laughs> gets, you know, the, like a rear leg shaved for surgery, they put a cone on him. Uh, it would have been hilarious for him to be walking around with a cone after having his tail shaved.
1: Would that be like around the tail end there, or would it be around his head? I think it would be around his head. Yeah, I guess it around yeah. the tail end really would make sense. That's okay though. <laughs> so my next one was Guttermind. Um, there were actually, I think, two chapters where the villains were like the uh, the main kind of characters that the chapters focused on, and. In this one, they've decided that they're going to infiltrate UA and Kuro Giri does it in the most genius way because he's like, yeah, I went online and just signed up for the tour. I used fake accounts, yeah. so they'll never know it's us. And they're all kind of disguised in their own little get ups here. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's great because Dobby is asking him like, hey, are you sure this isn't a trap? And he says, yeah, I use dummy accounts, so I don't think they can trace us. And uh, we kind of see what everybody is wearing. And this is where uh, Shigaraki is just like, more importantly, why are you wearing that? And Kurogiri thinks like, hey, what's the problem? And he just says, I'm surprised there's no sensor bar. So (laughs) Kurogiri gets up to go to the bathroom to change. And, uh, you know, I think it's Shiggy that's just like, well, if you're taking a dump, make it quick. And he goes, no, 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 I'm going to go in there to change it. He goes, quit it. You'll just draw more attention that way. That had me cracking up, and then yeah, the,
0: he's dressed like a mushroom, yeah, so he looks like a, a giant penis.
1: That's true. I'm not doing a great job of describing this to our listeners. I apologize. <laughs> I'm assuming that you guys are watching the videos, which is removing yeah, yeah, my you're, need yeah, to describe. Yeah. You're, but, you're
0: really you're you're drawing them into the YouTube content. Uh, for sure, I'm not so meeting. Occasionally, I to. have to remember that. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I'm looking at it right now, and I know that some people will be too. So that's that's my bad. But yes, he is wearing a massive mushroom head, so he's kind of uh, obviously looking. He's very phallic. Yes,
0: yes. And in in Japan, you know, they 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 show a lot more than American animation gets away with, but they don't show any uh, like genital area stuff right. generally. Right. Um, and so that's what that's what the big joke is. But it's not that kind of anime, and he's not that kind of villain. You get, Question mark. No, like he's. <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 not actually... I mean, the, obviously, he's portrayed as very pure-minded here. I mean, it's sure. right on the title. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> like, he wasn't thinking about the fact that if he puts a mushroom on his head that he looks like a big old dong. Sure. <laughs> so he was actually very shocked and shamed and embarrassed when Shiggy called him out for it. Well,
1: next up is yours.
0: Yeah, this is networking. This one was uh, kind of towards the end of the volume, I believe. Uh, the gimmick for this chapter was that they had a... Mother's Day, um, and I remember Ng taking offense at the fact that uh, they they screwed up Parents' Day, and so he like tried to sneak in um, because obviously Ray is still um, she's still at the, at this point not in the anime um, or maybe is she still institutionalized in the anime? I can't remember now. At this point, she would have been yeah. At this point, for sure, like w- during the time frame of Volume Four, she's still um, institutionalized.
1: But currently as in right now, I don't think she is. No.
0: Yeah. Cause I she showed up to the hospital
1: with the rest of the Todoroki. Yeah, family, that's right. So. That's right.
0: So, um, Uraraka's parents are there or her mom is there and she wants to show out. She wants to impress her parents. And so she's like, I want to show, show off how good I am. So mom stops worrying. I want her blessings so I can start my career. And so she's impressing everybody in one a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and her mom, instead of watching Uraraka, um, who is looking over her shoulder as she's, like, beating up a dragon in the background, finds that her mom is uh, otherwise engaged, speaking with All Might, asking him, when it comes to rebuilding these grounds, do you guys private contractors? or <laughs> Because she's her and uh, Ochako's dad own a construction business. And she's basically trying to get that contract. Yeah. And uh, so All Might's like, uh, I'm not really the guy to ask. And Ochako's freaking out because she wasn't even watching uh, o- Ochako be uh,
1: at the, the badass
0: dudette that she is.
1: I like that one. So, my last one here, I believe, is called Baku Oblivious. Baku Oblivious, yeah. And uh, basically, this follows up from the mushroom head joke of the last one where All Might is giving all of the people taking a tour a demonstration. And he is <laughs> repeating basically the uh, villain slash hero team up that he had all of the students do, except that the students are teaming up with one of the visitors. So, in this particular panel, we've got Bakugo and Kurogiri who is dressed up still like a mushroom. And then we have have Deku and Shigaraki on the other team and it's hero team versus villain team. Bakugo is the villain. Deku is the hero. And uh, it's funny because Kurogiri is kind of freaking out that he is like actually teamed up with Bakugo because he's like of all of the kids of 1A, <laughs> I've literally interacted with him the most. We, we kidnapped him for a small period of time. You know, and Bakugo is just so obsessed with beating Deku that he is not paying attention at all. So Kuragiri's worries are, you know, no, no longer needed because he's just like, hey, yeah. yo, uh, I am, I'm prepared uh, – he says, "Yeah, hey, yo, yo, Shroom," and uh, Kurogiri's just like, "Yeah, yeah, what is it?" And all the while, he's thinking he's gonna be found out. So he's like, "I'm prepared to warp away if need be." And uh, <laughs> poor Bakugo is just like, "If you don't want to die, stand back and watch me work. You're warm food, Deku." And Kurogiri's just happy. You know, thank goodness he only has eyes for that other child. Phew.
0: Yeah, he couldn't. I mean, he could have just looked at Bakugo and said, "This is it. This is my quirk. It's that phenotype quirk. Yeah, you know, it's the uh, uh, the." what is it? The metamorph we always forget the term. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, that he could have just been like, this is it, man. Like I, I look like a mushroom. I got, I got nothing. I got for nothing it, yeah. Man. Well, and it's um, great.
1: Cause there's another one where Shigaraki is talking to Deku and Shiggy's Shig- Shig- like, uh, you know, I, I can't show off my quirk cause he's immediately going to know who I am. And right. Deku just assumes he's quirkless. And so he's like, Bakugo, hold on, don't attack him. And Bakugo's <laughs> yeah, like, right. you think villains are going to care if someone's quirkless? And Shigaraki's all like, oh man, a kid after my own heart. <laughs>
0: All right, now I think we are getting into our honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, these were either single panels or other comics that didn't quite make the top 10 cut.
1: All right, so the, the next panel, or it's not really a panel. I included the entire comic here, uh, but this was definitely in our runner-up. Uh, this one's called Mom's Apple Pie, and this was during the time period where... Uh, all of the I say all the kids. There's four kids that are actually trying out to be dorm mom or, or class mom. I think is what they're calling it. And it's Sato, Ochaco, um, and then Momo and Bakugo. And Bakugo is doing it kind of reluctantly. Uh, but it, either way, Sato ends up making an apple pie, and all of the kids are really liking it. You know, even Ochako is like crying because of it. <laughs> and at the very end, the last panel here is Shotoroki. Shodoroki. Shodoroki <laughs> Shodo Todoroki, and he just says, "I wish I had a mother." who baked pies instead of my face
0: yep <laughs> that hit me so hard when I read it it just that line is why that that whole comment yeah. was in there like I singled out just that panel because that line by itself <laughs> made me laugh out loud
1: it was so unexpected to be that dark and he's got such a nice little smile on his face and I could totally see him saying something that like just dark and and you know in such a calm manner the way he does you know we
0: need to do we need to add this to our list of shirt ideas like the uh you know a a, a big picture of Todoroki's face with this quote underneath it or on the
1: back oh wow, that would be good but i feel I, like that I, I might we buy might that get, shirt. we might get sued for that maybe if we did like uh Todoroki's face as an apple pie or something like that yeah we could get creative <laughs> yeah. with it yeah
0: but uh yeah that line was comic genius yes
1: it was Uh, I never expected a uh, Todoroki mom on blast joke like that (laughs) (laughs) and then this one was uh, one of your runner-up panels
0: yeah so uh, it was the the gimmick was kind of odd Um, it was kind of set up like MXC do you remember that um, that Japanese game show that got like crudely dubbed
1: yeah that show I used to love that show as a kid
0: so in that they had a game where you you had like a, a wall that had six doors in it, and like one or two of them you could run through, and the other ones were just ply you know um, like plywood, yeah. and so you would smack and bump on it. And the, the point was to choose all the right doors to get through the walls. So it's kind of similar to that. There's a wall, but there are only two options. And a question in the middle asks, who are you going to save? And All Might apparently went through several iterations of this this conundrum, this uh, this would you rather save the person on the left or the person on the right? And to make your selection, you just burst through uh, you know, the picture of whoever it was. Um, and the way that it started apparently... Didn't sit well with him, so he went back and changed um, who it was that they were having these options for. It was like, are you going to save Dark Present Mike, or are you going to save Lighter Present Mike? Yeah. Uh, Just to make the choices not as aggressive as they were in the beginning. And so one of these choices (laughs) that they had, I guess, specifically designed for Shoto, was Fuyumi Todoroki or Enji Todoroki, and Todoroki didn't know which one he had picked. He had jumped through the left um, through the one that had uh, that would later be revealed to him was Ng, and he's just shown in the background absolutely frustrated and heartbroken um, that he had chosen to save Ng over Fuyumi, um, even incidentally, because yeah. they were obscured. He didn't actually make that choice, but he's still so flustered by the appearance of him making that choice that he's just got his arms thrown up in the back and is having a a, a little... uh a little panic attack back there. And it was really funny.
1: Wasn't one of Midoriya's like between all might and Shigaraki.
0: No, his was his mom and somebody else. Okay. Um, okay. It may have been his mom and all might or something, like, something that. like that. But
1: I just remember like all of them were pretty dark. No matter the, yeah. you chose, you were getting screwed one way or another. Right. Right. <laughs> And then I think uh, we had one more, and this is the full uh, comic strip. So this one was called Smile, and uh, this is where basically they're recreating uh, something that they did in I think it was like volume. I think it was two? volume two. Yeah, they yeah. Did, they
0: put on the the play, which was an excellent gimmick in that yes. uh, volume, and so to see it uh, revivified and brought back was really good.
1: Yeah, and in this go around, they're trying to make it so that way there's this big monster attack that happens, and Bakugo is playing the hero or all might in this case. Case. Uh, Midoriya has lent him like an All Might suit, and uh, the villain has showed up, or at least some of the preliminary villains before the big bad monster has at least. And uh, uh, <laughs> this this Bakugo All Might like shows up, and it's just like uh, you're done for. Why you ask? Because I'm bleeping here. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yep, that
0: line is great. Um, he's he's wearing an All Might uh, replica. Costume because his costume was too aggressive. And so they wanted to make him appear a little bit more heroic. And uh, it's funny because later on, he ends up, he does save the day, but at the cost of this this replica suit and it breaks Midoriya's heart. But yeah, him just being like, because I'm in here uh, was (laughs) was really great.
1: And at the end here, he's got this crazy smile. Like, I'll rip your guts out and feed them to the crows. (laughs) Uh, I love it. That's great. So this brings us to our last, which is a discussion panel from you.
0: Yes. So, um, there is a, would you rather going on in this, these two panels? Um, I can't remember exactly what the setup, it's kind of similar to the, who would you save? So this might've been an early iteration. And so he had gone through and changed one of them to, which do you eat? And he's clearly pasted over the original, um, to, so that the edited version is Mike, present mike flavored curry or curry flavored present mike right and everybody's like what the heck kind of weird choice is that and we're we're shown that what all might had originally planned to do and what nezu actually shot down was that what this was actually <laughs> originally said was would you eat crap flavored curry or curry flavored crap and this <laughs> That question is a classic would you rather. Um, So the rules are for would you rather, of course, is that sometimes neither of the options are great, but you must pick one. And so I put it to you, Adam. Would you rather eat? We'll we'll go with chocolate. Would you rather eat chocolate flavored poop, like actual human feces, or would you rather eat human fecal matter flavored chocolate?
1: That's a horrible question. (laughs) There's not a good answer. Like... The At best all. part is,
0: I'm gonna let you answer, and then I'm then I'm gonna drop some science on you. I don't want that. It's scary <laughs> science. I'm sure I might be. I might have gotten some red flags uh, on some so, database somewhere <laughs> for things that I searched.
1: <laughs> oh no! At least you're not getting my hero spoilers like I was for our conspiracy <laughs> episode. Yeah. So the so I either can eat chocolate flavored poop. Yep. Or, poop flavored chocolate. Yes. Is it actually chocolate and just has poop flavoring added to it? It
0: is. So like to you're eating, we'll say, we'll call it like a
1: Hershey's bar that just tastes like a
0: Snickers bar. That's comically the one that, you know, Uh, is turd shaped, you know? Yeah. yeah. So you have a Snickers bar and you eat it. It is comprised entirely of the chocolate nougat and peanut, like in caramel. Like that's, it is a Snickers bar, but your experience of it is not that it is you're eating poop. Like your, <sighs> your experience is full on. It's not like poop flavored in the sense that like a cherry jelly bean is cherry flavored. Like your experience is full on. You're eating dookie. Um,
1: See, this is, this is what I get for putting you on video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the flip side is you have, we'll say a snarky, uh, a snurky a <laughs> snicker bar sized turd. Um, and that's what it is. But when you eat it, you get the taste, and exclusively the taste, of a Snickers bar. Which would you do?
1: Am I blindfolded? Do I know what I'm eating? Can yeah, I, you're I have you're to in. see it?
0: Yep, yep. <sighs> you are cognizant of the choice that you made, and you must execute on it. I don't Which like one do you go with? Either of these. I
1: There's a part of me that feels like if I consciously know that it's just actually chocolate and it's flavored like crap, I would have an easier time eating that. Because in my mind, it's no too different than like those Harry Potter uh, jelly beans that are flavored to taste nasty. Uh Like, at the end of the day, it's still a jelly bean. It's still, like, sugar and stuff that is normal to eat. It's just flavored like crap. So, I don't... Ah, man, I'm leaning towards that, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that
0: option at all. So, you're going to eat the Snickers bar that
1: full-on tastes like poop. I'd rather eat something that I know is not literally poop it just okay. tastes like it then. Yeah. I think that's what I would probably have to do. It would be an awful decision, but I don't feel like I could eat. Like, I don't think I could hold a turd and eat it if it tasted <laughs> great. There's just no part of my brain that could separate that. So
0: here's, here's the science, uh, that I, that I stumbled upon today. Totally accidentally. I didn't actually Google. Can you eat your own poop and be fine? Um, I did. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I did. Uh, because we had this discussion came up with some of my youth counselors. Interestingly enough, recently and uh, initially, I th- I think I had initially sided with you, but then I started thinking about it more and more. And the science, like this is this website is called it's Gawker, um, and they asked a bunch of scientists to weigh in on this, and they were there was a consensus. And here's the the verdict. So they took all of these doctors' answers to the question uh, posed to the doctors. It was. Um, can you eat your own poop? That simple. Uh, and the verdict is, assuming you're a healthy person, eating your own poop would probably not harm you. Eating someone else's poop could make you sick if they were unhealthy, but eating poop from the right person could actually be beneficial
1: to you. That's actually how they treat, um... Oh, what is the disease? There's like a bacterial infection you can get in your bowels. And yeah. Treated by doing like a fecal matter transplant. Yeah. And they
0: obviously they don't do that orally. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> but so I started thinking like, because my initial hesitation, the reason I initially was like, I'd rather eat the poop flavored chocolate is because I was like, well, eating your own poop, like that's got to be. Like devastating health-wise, like there's got to be good reasons why we aren't doing that. But there's actually like a noted occurrence in the animal kingdom um, that is called coprophagy or coprophagia, where they do eat their own or even other animals. Uh, And it does have some benefits It's just that humans have evolved beyond the need to to do so
1: Yeah, well there's Um, a big difference between us and most animals
0: Right, right, (laughs) this is it We are the ones that don't eat our poop (laughs) We don't Um, Now if you had
1: prefaced this question with it's your own poop Maybe my thought would be different Probably not I don't but, think it would, based I don't think on the way that be. you responded. Oh no. no. <laughs> but I wanted
0: you to just come at the question as posed. Sure. Um, and then, so, uh, like, after reading the, these doctors' weigh-in, and I was like, maybe I would eat, like, my poop, and just that it tastes like chocolate, I might be able to get it down. Um, I think I would have a hard time chewing up a, a Hershey's bar that tasted like, like doo-doo. Um, well, but I would, <laughs> so, like,
1: yeah, man, I don't know.
0: It's a hard question. There's no, like, great answer. There's It's not. just fun to hear people say why they picked one way or the other so um for those of you that are listening if you care if you if you be so bold Um, reach out to us and let us know which you would rather eat poop flavored chocolate or chocolate flavored poop. Uh, assuming now uh, that the cat's out of the bag, that it is your own feces that you're consuming. Um, which, which way do you choose? We know that it's not a great choice, but you have to pick one. There's no skirting around it. If you want to participate, uh, if you don't want to make it all like public on Twitter and stuff, although that would be hilarious because I'm not going to (laughs) like give you the context, uh, where I'm like, Hey, look, Yeah, Twitter followers. How would you answer this question? You're just gonna add us and be like, "Yeah, I'd rather eat poop flavored chocolate," um, and it's just gonna be there. (laughs) Um, That would be stinking hilarious. All those
1: five star reviews that we had, they're all going to one now. They're they're like, "Uh, "These people, all they They talked about poop, eating poop for like (laughs) seven minutes." Um, So let's
0: let's. Speaking of five
1: stars, check out this this review we got.
0: This is from Miss Stories. We got it just a couple days ago. Uh, it is five stars, and I want to read this because it's, it's kind of awesome. Uh, thank you, Miss Stories, in advance. Uh, yes, it says, thank you. Why do I correct them is the title <laughs> of this <laughs> review on iTunes says, I seriously, uh, just as I'm listening, correct them if they say a name wrong or something. I just find it so funny. The podcast is amazing. Thank you. Feels like you're actually watching the anime. I'm only into the first few episodes, but I've been cleaning for about two to three hours just now listening to this podcast. I love their perspective on these things and their theories they come up with. I began watching the anime from watching YouTube vids about it, and even though I didn't get the full experience of no spoilers, I loved it, but hearing others with the first-hand experience is amazing. It sounds so real, and as I listen, I've watched up to a couple episodes into season six. I giggle and correct things I know to be true, but they don't, like uh, saying names wrong or wondering if this anime takes place in Japan. It's amazing. Five (laughs) stars. Thanks for stories. Remember, we appreciate um, that. If if you've listened far enough in to get to chapter or uh, season six, you know that it's a feature and not a bug. But yes. it does bear repeating often. <laughs>
1: yeah, no joke. I, I feel like we need a shirt that says that, or like a like an AMP sticker. It's a feature, not a bug. And AMP yeah. could be spelled wrong. <laughs> yeah, we need
0: we need. Uh, so we we at one point we did have a discussion in the Discord about what if we made merch, what would it be? Um, obviously, we've got logos that we have actually made stickers and shirts with before. Um, We could do It's a Feature, Not a Bug. We could do It's Not That Kind of Anime. And now we can do I Wish I Had a Mother That Baked Pies and Not My Face. Yeah,
1: I like it. I like it. Man, these Smash volumes are continuing to be fun and we have one more left and then after that, you know, we're going to do uh, some other things. <laughs> Shirts and ties. Atkins yeah, actually has a really vague good because idea. Because we don't really know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm like half of me just wants to make this the Kaio Cinema channel and forget that we have another RSS feed just to make all you poor <laughs> listeners actually listen to Dragon Ball Z stuff. Um, what's the Dragon Ball show that we've talked about doing? It's called like Super Dragon Ball Super Heroes. Super. Yeah, Heroes. It some of the stuff I've seen from that actually looks really good. Like I, I watched the other day. It was like Super Saiyan Four Goku versus Super Saiyan Blue God Super Saiyan, which sounds ridiculous to say. Yeah, <laughs> Goku, and it was really cool. Like I'm down for heroes all day long. So we're gonna have to get on that.
0: Yeah, we we just need to finish out the movies. We don't have that far to go. We, we made don't. a massive dent um, in <sighs> Kaio Cinema we before really we uh, before we had to put it on the back burner. But. In addition to Smash Volume Five, um, and also socks and ties, or whatever else we may come up with, um, we know for sure um, a couple of the folks on our Discord have been contributing. Two people in particular, Stricken and Tomac, are yeah. going to make the My Hero Acamemia episode happen. They've sent in probably thirty or forty memes at this time between the two of them, uh, and we will. That would be uh, really good for the video format too. So Adam will appreciate that, and we'll just kind of do like a meme review. Um, that is my hero academia specific, so we've got that coming down the pipe. And um, I've also uh, actually got confirmation today um, of an upcoming interview. Now, don't get like crazy excited. It's not like we're gonna have uh, Hori Koshi on or anything like that.
1: Oh, what? Um, you didn't secure yeah. him?
0: <laughs> no. What happened? To all we, that money? I we don't you? even have Bettencourt, man. <laughs> um, but uh, what we do have is connections with Ashley Asse- uh, Ashes XO. Uh, And she was one we've we've talked about her product before. Um, She was the one that was kind enough to give us a couple of uh, coasters to give away in a in a recent, uh, well, giveaway, obviously. Um, She's got a connection with JASCO and they have been revamping the My Hero Academia uh, TCG. Uh, We talked about that, I think, briefly in our last episode where it's not going to be in the universe system like it was I think it mill I think there's basically turning it into its own thing yeah uh and she's a content creator primarily on TikTok and she uh is getting some pre-release material she's going to be the content creator that reveals a character and a foundation and an attack and I know uh, what her character is but I'm going to keep that under the hat because I don't know if I'm if I'm supposed to know or if she's if she's let that out of the bag officially (laughs) But um, after she does that, after she does her reveal, we're going to have her on uh, to talk about the changes to that product, um, and who knows, maybe we can spin another uh, giveaway out of it at some point. I know that the uh, NES, particularly in the Discord, has been keeping a, a really sharp eye on uh, the card art. Uh, it's been revamped. It's going to look totally different. Um, and uh, so Ashley has kindly agreed to come on to the AMP and let us pick a brain um, and uh, that, that'll be fun. I'm, yeah, I'm glad that totally. she was interested in that. So probably, uh, um, late September, uh, before we get to that, but
1: happening soon. That'll be really cool, man. I'm excited to do that or watch you do it, you know, depending, I would assume that <laughs> it would be probably easier one-on-one, but we'll find out. We'll see. We'll see how we end up doing that episode. Yeah.
0: She, she might want to talk to you too. I mean, I, no, I it's okay. I know, know why A&P but... fans
1: don't like me. It's all right. <laughs> 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 oh man. Well, this has been fun, dude. Uh, I'm looking forward to Volume 5 and uh, getting another episode in the bag, uh, but we hope everyone enjoyed it. and Let us know what was your favorite uh, strip that either you read from Volume 4 or that we showed you or talked about.
0: Yeah, join us again in, in uh, our social spaces, uh, Twitter and the Discord, and... Uh, Join into pre-existing conversations, create your own. We've had some really interesting questions posed by some of the newest uh, members of the Discord recently that have generated some interesting conversation. Um, and it's just it's just fun. It's just fun community us yes, talking about my hero stuff and and beyond. Yeah, there's all uh, kinds of
1: other anime conversations going on in there. Yeah, so
0: yeah, and and I promise we don't like drown the uh, the Discord channel with Dragon Ball Z stuff. No, it's, um, it's
1: barely it's, talked about even. It really
0: isn't. Um, so we we. We keep it my hero. We 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 don't force our D B Z stuff on just everybody, although occasionally we, we do get a little heavy
1: handed with it. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. it's fun. Yeah, us and like two other people enjoy it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. One day we'll have a huge Dragon Ball Z following, or maybe not. Uh, hey, you know, <laughs> this not. week is the uh, live action One Piece. We, You know, when we first started AMP, we had originally thought about covering One Piece as one of our mm-hmm. shows. And we so did. there's that part of me now that's like, I could probably keep up with the live action version.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give it a watch. Yeah. Um, it can't cover too many volumes of that. So it might be cool to kind of get a sense before I watch of totally. how many how many chapters or volumes that it does um, cover, and then read and then watch. That might be a fun experiment for us. It might even be a cool AMP episode. That might be fun. Um, for us to kind of dip our toes back into the One Piece realm and uh, come into it basically blind. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think we watched the first two episodes when we did that pilot. So I was, uh, uh, that could be pretty fun
1: if I can find it. I'll send it to you. And uh, well, I say I send it to you. I think I'm doing the editing this week, so I'll, I'll include it in the description or the show notes. But I actually saw on a Reddit post the other day that there is a website that has condensed one piece down to like 40 hours. So they went through and they took the highlights of all of the seasons and they stripped out all the filler stuff, I guess slammed it together and they basically have like an hour long episode per season or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you can actually get the full story of all of the high level beats that you need in order to be like caught up with where it is right now. Interesting. Yeah. So that was kind of enticing. Cause I'm like, Oh, I could probably actually do that. You know?
0: Yeah. It was funny because, um, I think it was queen Jess, uh, who dropped back into, uh, the discord channel just to ask, um, if anybody, Yeah, she was talking about Gear Five, which is like Luffy's new transformation? Question mark or you know evolution of his quirk, whatever they want to call it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And she says, "Did anyone get Shirakumo and Sun Wukong vibes from Gear 5? And I said, "I just got Roger Rabbit vibes (laughs) because I don't know if you've seen (laughs) it. I've not seen it. No. It is the most cartoony Looney Tunes thing. um, But most of what little exposure I've had to it,
1: right? Like." I feel like I in general one piece is kind of cartoony looking. Like I know it's an anime and it's a manga so it's going to be animated but
0: Yeah, but he's gone full on like kind of wily coyote almost like um like manipulating like manipulating as the artist himself would. Oh, wow. Um so it's it's very almost like a meta power it's very interesting like the concept is really cool but uh the aesthetic for it when i first saw it i was like the dude is just a character out of roger rabbit <laughs> um now again that was just my reflex um i have no actual strong strongly held opinions on anything one piece because i know absolutely nothing about it sure. besides gum gum something and devil fruit <laughs> so that's about the extent and they're pirates and they're pirates I think. like yeah maybe it's, that's all I got, guys. That's it. Straw hats. I don't even know what a one piece is. I have no idea why this show that is the show isn't that the treasure.
1: That's the treasure that they're all after.
0: <clears throat> is it? I think so. Is it just the, the they're going after one piece of treasure, or it's called the one piece? I think it's called. Man, we're about to get
1: slaughtered. <laughs> Let's just stop posturing. Let's not even try.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. This, the, the people that want to yell at us the most will actually be the ones that tune in when we do the manga versus movie uh, comparison of <sighs> the
1: first One Piece live action movie. That'll <laughs> yeah, be fun. That'll be great. Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> the episode, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. See you guys.